0: Hello and welcome to How To Be A Professional Magician, here to help you move from hobbyist magician to full-time professional, and to teach you how you can earn money from your magic with me, Robert Bone. And in today's lesson, we'll be looking at why you shouldn't be a magician for all occasions. Now the chances are you already are a magician for all occasions and you want to work at all events and that is absolutely correct and that is exactly what you should be doing. However you don't always want to be coming across as that. Now firstly the actual line magic for all occasions or magician for all occasions is actually quite popular. Many magicians I know do or have used that line, and in that I do count myself many years ago when I first started. I thought I don't want to limit myself, I want to work at all sorts of events, I'm going to call myself a magician for all occasions. The problem is with that is that you come across just like everyone else who also does that, and you also come across as generic. What you really want to do is come across as an expert give confidence to the potential booker that you are the best guy for that job and that they should book you over the generic person who does magic here, magic there, and the chances are after they finish at your event, they're going to be packing up their bags, shooting off somewhere else because they've got something else to be doing. So what do I mean as an expert? It could be that you have the perfect act or the perfect trick for their event. So for example, If I'm booked for a wedding, then I'll be telling people that I have the perfect trick for their wedding. If I have an inquiry for a Christmas party, then I have got a great trick that goes down really well at Christmas parties. And similarly, I've also got a great trick that would work well at a birthday party or an anniversary. On the corporate side of things, I have got some great tricks that would work really well at an exhibition or a trade show. Now you're probably going to be thinking that is a lot of tricks to have perfect that they all need to be customized when in reality it's actually the same trick. All I do is I adjust and I adapt how it is presented to fit but by doing that it shows that I'm an expert in that field. I have got the perfect trick for their wedding, party or whatever event they are looking to organize. They know that it's not the first time I have been at an event like that. They know that in order for me to have the perfect trick at a wedding, I must have worked out at least one wedding before, probably more, and if I have got pictures on my website showing me working at other weddings, they're gonna have a lot more confidence in me and want to book me versus the guy that can say, oh, I can work at your wedding and I can do this, I can do that, I can do this, I can do that. Now, it might be you want to set up a separate website, especially if this is a very lucrative area or an area you work in quite a lot or you want to break into to really make sure you stand out amongst the others. If you have a more specialist website, that's really gonna attract people when they're looking for exactly what you are able to offer them. Even if you don't have a separate website, you should at least have different pages on your website for those different types of events potentially even different business cards and even brochures. Business cards and brochures are quite cheap to do. Even if you don't get them printed, you could have different PDF versions, which you can send to the clients to make sure that they see that you are really geared towards the event that they're looking for. But once you have got that buy-in, then you can do the cross-selling. So for example, say you are a close-up magician, but you can also perform children's shows. When you get an inquiry for a wedding, they may say they want a close-up magician to perform sleight of hand, card tricks, a bit of mind reading, whilst mingling around with the guests. Once you've confirmed that that's what you do, you're an expert at that, you do that pretty much every Saturday afternoon, and they know that you're gonna give a very good service and offer great value. What you can then do is to say, By the way, I also perform children's shows. I could do a short 15 to 20 minute children's show in a side room taking the children away whilst you do the speeches so that the children don't get bored and they don't make noise and the adults can enjoy the speeches. Now, the chances are the bride and groom are gonna think that's wonderful. That's a problem they didn't even think they had and now they're gonna be happy to tack that on the thing that you originally offered, which was their primary concern. If, however, when they were first looking for a magician, they maybe saw your website and it said, "I can do close-up magic and I can do children's shows," or maybe they emailed you and you replied back saying, "I can do magic and children's shows," they might think that's a bit generic. They haven't got a need for the children's shows. However, once they bought in to you to satisfy their main concern then that opens up the possibility to add extras on it might be that you're actually booked at that wedding and maybe when you're there you chat to one of the people perhaps potentially even the bride or groom themselves and you say how you can work at christmas parties suddenly they're going to see you not just as a wedding magician but as a corporate magician because they've already got that buy-in to you If you have any questions about building your magic business, please drop me an email. It's robert at howtobeaprofessionalmagician.com and make sure you head over to to howtobeaprofessionalmagician.com for resources and courses to help you make money by performing magic. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you can get more weekly bite-sized business lessons coming direct to you. I'm Robert and thanks for listening to How to Be a Professional Magician.